Good evening, I'm Sam Roddick. Um, I'm here at the Norwich Playhouse with Simon Armitage, author of the Summer Read Selected Seeing Stars. Simon, welcome to Norwich. Thank you. Um, you first read from some of the poems that later became Seeing Stars here in Norwich a couple of years ago, maybe a year before the collection was published. And I remember at that reading you read The Christening, and afterwards it seemed as though almost everyone in the audience wanted to buy a copy of whatever collection it was in. I've never seen a response quite so positive to a reading before. Um, and I wondered, what do you think, why do you think that this collection is so successful in a live setting? I think um, at the heart of these poems there are stories and uh, I think however we might want to be sophisticated readers and decoders of um, you know, very, very obscure pieces of work sometimes, we, we still all respond to stories and um, I, I think these poems probably came about as a consequence of, of giving readers and thinking about what works in a, in a theatre space or you know, at, a, at a public reading. So I, I, I think that they, were, they, were, they were conscious of that setting as they were being written. Um, but it's, uh, it's nice, uh, nice of you to say that they went down well. And now that the book's published, I'll probably read that again and see if I can flog a few. <laughs> they seem to fit into quite an oral tradition as well of the, of the, of the storyteller. Um, was that something that was also conscious? I think that's probably more subconscious. I mean, I, I, I grew up in a family and a community of, of storytellers. And, um, you know, the, the yarn and the anecdote and the joke have uh, always been valued uh, in, you know, in that setting and amongst the people that I've, I've knocked around with. I, I think what I've tried to do with some of these pieces is um, start them off in quite a conversational uh, storytelling tone and then try and get them to crystallise towards poetry uh, at, at the end. But I can see some people are quite flummoxed by them, you know, some people don't quite know what to make of them, uh, you know, and sit around wondering whether they're, they're poems or not. Yeah, and that's, that actually leads on nicely to some, a lot of people have questioned whether these are poetry, and one of the explanations that you've given to that, that I've read um, is that they're poems because you intended them to be poems. I think that's a really interesting um, approach to what poetry is. Um, can you...? Um, well, actually, I think I was a bit ruder than that. I think what I said was that they're poems because I say they are. Um, but I, I don't just mean that in, in the sense that uh, I am... Uh, you know, demanding that people see them in that way and sending hit squads around to people's houses if they disagree. I, I mean that, you know, they're, they're written, to my mind, in, in the spirit of, of poetry. And uh, I think often what makes a poem work is that you, you enter into that spirit as a reader. You know, you, there is kind of unwritten contract uh, between reader and writer. And it's something to do with um, you know, accepting the intensity of the language or the, the effort uh, that you're trying to make as a writer, um, you know, and the, and the levels, you know, the, the kind of creative archaeology that you're trying to build into a, a piece. And uh, I think if you approach anything with that frame of mind, um, and it's, it, it's been written in all honesty in that spirit, then then that's what makes it a poem. That's what you know, makes poetry happen somewhere in the middle. It's what lights the fuse.
Mm, there seems to be something quite anti-pretentious about this whole collection. It seems to be a collection which focuses more on substance than, than style. Um, that reflects in sort of you have critics and, and um, funders coming up from London to an art farm um, and it's quite sneering towards them and a lot of, the, a lot of the, the people that come out well of it from this collection are people like Dennis Bergkamp who despite being a star is quite humble and down Despite to earth. being an Arsenal player. Yeah, yeah. I was going to just gonna ignore that bit. <laughs> but um, it seems like it's a collection which is saying that um, sometimes the most meaningful things in life are the least dramatic. I wondered whether you had any thoughts on that. Um, I think sometimes the, 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 the poems um, throw up you know, material in, in the beginning sections which is deliberately intended to mislead or to disguise other issues which which I think are happening in the poem. I mean, you know, the meaning of the poem lies with the reader, not, not, not with the writer ultimately, and um, you know, it's not for me to go around saying what these, these poems are about, that's up to you. Um, but I, I know that in each poem I can point to a line, a single line that begins with a capital letter and ends with a full stop and say, you know, that, that's, that's what I intended in this, in this poem. Um, it's, it's almost like if I plugged it in, that, that would be the, the, the bit that came on in, in Neon Lights. It's also true with these poems, um, that in, in every single one of them there is a, a detail from somebody's um, biography or autobiography. And a lot, you know, all, all the poems grew out of those details, so there's a, there's a PhD research thesis for, for someone. <laughs> It's brilliant. Do you have any? Are there any specific favourites in the collection? Any ones you're most proud of? Oh, I don't know. It's like it's the impossible question. Uh, they're all they're all failures. I mean, that's why you keep writing. You know, you know, no one's ever written a good poem, really. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a great way to end tonight. Thank you very much um, for talking to us. Good luck with the event tonight. Um, this has been a Summer Reads podcast presented by Writer Centre Norwich. Thank you.